Welcome to the New Yorker's February 2, 2009 issue. We have five articles for you. In the talk of the town, Ben McGrath writes about Donald Rumsfeld's Ivy League football reunion. Then Larissa McFarquhar reports on the events surrounding Caroline Kennedy's ill-fated foray into the public spotlight. After that, Khalifa Sane reviews Up From History, a new book that reappraises the importance of Booker T. Washington's life. And we have a short story by George Saunders. But first, it's this week's comment. In The President's Hero, David Remnick writes about Barack Obama's inauguration, as experienced by John Lewis. A couple of decades ago, when Barack Obama was on a break from Harvard Law School and visiting friends in Chicago, he carried around a copy of Parting the Waters, the first volume of Taylor Branch's magnificent trilogy about Martin Luther King Jr. and the rise of the civil rights movement. Obama was staying with Jerry Kelman, his mentor, during his three years as a community organizer on the South Side. Kelman said that he greatly admired Branch's book. Obama brightened and said, Yes, it's my story. Mind reading is a decidedly low form of journalism. Yet it is not hard to imagine that as Obama emerged into the noonday light last Tuesday to receive the oath of office, as he left the Capitol's warm interior and saw before him the carpet of humanity stretching down Capitol Hill to the monuments miles distant, that he made a mental leap to Marian Anderson's defiant concert at the Lincoln Memorial in 1939, to the march on Washington that King led twenty-four years later, to the entire story of a struggle that he was too young to join, but came to claim as his own. After absorbing the thudding roar from the mall, Obama glanced to his right. He spotted there on the steps, a few feet away, John Lewis, squat, bald, hatless, the eleven-term representative of Georgia's 5th Congressional District and the only one of the speakers at the march on Washington still among the living. Obama bent to embrace him. "'Congratulations, Mr. President,' Lewis whispered in his ear. Obama smiled at the sound of that and said, "'Thank you, John. I'll need your prayers.' "'You'll have them, Mr. President. That and all my support.'" At the March on Washington, King's speech was the most eloquent, Lewis's the most radical. Lewis was just twenty-three at the time, the leader of the Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committee. In the original draft of his speech, the demand for racial justice and serious revolution was so fearless that, in the last minutes before the program began, Dr. King, Bayard Rustin, Roy Wilkins, and other movement organizers negotiated with him to remove...